Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ellis, and our guest today is going to be a fun one. Nikki Cooley from Sweets on a Stick. Nikki, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Good to have you here. We here. don't get to talk about confections very often, so we're going to have some fun with this today. How long have you been in Frisco, and, and when did you start your business? Um, my husband and I moved to Frisco in 2011, and I started my business the next year in 2012. Okay, so you've been at this for quite a while. Yes, it's been just over six years now. Wow, so you're actually older than Lifestyle Frisco. <laughs> That's good to know. Not a lot of we, we, a lot of the businesses we run into are a little bit newer, so you guys have been around for a while. How did you mm-hmm. get started in this? Um, I started baking from home under the cottage food law. Um, I just kind of fell in love with doing sweets, and I decided I didn't want to eat them myself, so <laughs> I thought, you know, maybe I can get some people to buy them so I can make them. Um, and they did, and you know, and it kept growing and growing to the point where um, I was turning away orders on a weekly basis, and so I started looking for a bigger space. Okay. And that's where I am now. Very good. So, what was it about? You just love the process, or what was it about baking and making sweets that you enjoyed so much? Um, you know, it is. It's just kind of a nice creative outlet. I find it really relaxing, actually, and. Um, it's uh, it, it's a way, It's I always say I'm kind of in the business of making people happy because it's just that little extra something that you can add to a special day to make it that much more special. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. I have some friends that are attorneys, and their gripe is nobody ever calls me unless they're unhappy <laughs> or in trouble about something. So you, you kind of have the opposite situation, though, where yeah. people are happy to call you up. They want to talk to you and see what kind of fun stuff you've got uh, cooking yes. up. Yes, yes. So... What are some of the fun? The, <laughs> that'll be a little edit. What are some of the things you most enjoy making? Um, you know, I really, I actually started with cake pops, which is where the name Sweets on a Stick came from. Um, so I still really enjoy doing those. I, I do a lot of cookies now as well, but um, the cake pops is kind of where I started and I kind of fell in love with this method of molding dough and kind of deciding what sort of little candies you can use to get a certain shape and putting all these little details on I think they're just the most fun so are the candies inside the cake pops sometimes it depends like um like if you make a um a horse cake pop or something I'll use like mini marshmallows and shape them for the ears or an M&M for a you know little lion nose or something like that I gotcha oh that sounds like fun you do get to get kind of creative and crafty with it as you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it still fun for you, even though it's a job now? Like it started off as a hobby and something that was fun to do. Now it's a business. And sometimes that takes a little bit of the fun out of things. Are you still enjoying it as much as you ever did? Um, I, I would say yes. There's definitely aspects that are much more business-like now. But um, for the most part, I'm still in the kitchen and I'm still creating and designing. And, and for me, that's what's really fun to do. And do you have help or is it just you slaving away in a hot kitchen? <laughs> a lot of me slaving away in a hot <laughs> kitchen, but I do have one employee and she comes in really sweet a uh, woman named Martha and she uh, is a retired teacher and she just loves baking. And so she comes in and she uh, works with me a couple days a week and helps me bake and a couple other little things too. Okay. And is your husband involved in the business as well? Um, he is actually starting to get a little more involved. He is a salesman by nature. So <laughs> I've kind that of recruited him to do <laughs> a few more things for me. Yes. Okay. And sales, one of those? 
Yeah, um, uh, he's going to help me with a little bit of marketing, and then um, he also he um, operates a fast food restaurant, and so he's got a lot of um, kitchen management experience. So I'm kind of bringing him in to help me kind of streamline some things in the kitchen and make everything even more, you know, smooth production. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Is the what was my question? Sorry, man. I am just dropping the ball today, Matt. <laughs> What's going on here? Not enough coffee. Um, are you in a commercial kitchen now? You said you moved out of the house, but you're I in a am. Yes, we space? we moved into old downtown Frisco, into a, a little house down there, um, off of Pecan Street, close to um, House of Hadley Cade and Magnolia Terrace, kind of down in that neck of the woods. Um, we've converted the house into a commercial kitchen and then also a classroom space. Oh, very good. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But downtown Frisco, or what's going to be called the Rail District, mm-hmm. is really starting to get some new life breathed into it now. So that's going to be a great location for you guys to be. Yeah, yeah we're right. very excited to be down there. It's, I mean, I've been in love with that area for pretty much the entire time we've been in Frisco and I, it's really exciting to see what's going on now. Yeah, I think as long as we've lived here, every time we would go into downtown, we could see the potential and as, as businesses like yours and 811 and some of the others started popping up, it was clear that there was some momentum there and now I think it feels like it's just got so much more momentum, so I'm excited for you guys to be there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the classes. So you don't just make things. People can actually come in and learn to make the stuff you make or what are we what are we teaching um they can right now um i'm kind of focusing on um what i call more like just for fun events where it's sort of like you know those painting studios where you come in and you drink your wine and you make a picture but you don't necessarily want to go home and become a painter after that so that's kind of my focus i like to do just fun have a night out with your girlfriends or your husband come decorate cookies decorate cake pops and have a little fun night out. I love that. So we're always looking for interesting, fun team events that mm-hmm. we do periodically with Lifestyle Frisco. Would that be a good fit for, for us to bring the crew in? And Yeah, definitely. How many definitely. people can, can come in and be a part um, of the class? I can fit about 15. It's a it's a smaller house, so it's, it's not a huge space. But um, I can fit about 15, and I've done all sorts of events now from – uh, bops tables having a fun ladies day and uh, even a baby shower came in and decorated cookies um, church groups bachelorette parties all sorts of things okay sounds like fun well you brought me in a lifestyle frisco cookie so if you're listening you can't see this but for those of you that are uh, watching the video that goes along with this that's the uh, sugar cookie with the lifestyle frisco logo on that i love that thank you very much mm-hmm, of course um so we could bring in the team. We could make a bunch of these, or can we make other things? Cake pops. Mm-hmm. What are the I can types I of can customize a theme for anything. Okay. So I mean, if you want to do, you know, a monster theme or a you know, I don't know, really anything you can think of. But people could think about things seasonally as well. So right. if we were getting into Halloween, maybe a monster theme. Right. Could yes. be fun. And yes. Any any holiday, any uh, you know, uh, princess theme for a kid's party or anything like that. Okay. So for the custom stuff, do you do a lot of custom work like like our logo cookie here? I do, like that? yes. That's that's the main part of my business right now is doing custom orders. Um, mostly a lot of kids' birthday parties are our big, um, big thing. And then also showers, wedding showers, baby showers, 
couple showers, um, things like that. Okay. What, if I wanted to get cookies made, how do I, what do I need to do to order you up or call you up and say, Hey, I want to get some more lifestyle for us go cookies. We're going to hand them out to people at an event. What does it look like in terms of cost of how much lead time do you need? Just so people are prepared when they call you up and they kind of know what to do. Um, we have a contact form on our website. That's the best way to get in touch with us is through that. Um, I need at least two weeks lead time. Usually we're just busy enough that less than that and we do charge a rush fee. Um, cookies start at 350 a cookie and then it just depends on the design, the complexity. Um, but we'll give you a quote when, when you fill out that contact form. Um, and then the cake pops start at 250 each. Um, and again, depends on if you want just a basic round cake pop or if you want a shaped one, one that looks like, you know, a zebra. It's going to cost more than, than just one with a couple sprinkles. But you can do a zebra. If I'm like, I really want a zebra-shaped cake pop. Yes, I can do a you zebra. You can do a zebra. <laughs> like actually like the legs and everything? Is it going to look like Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get creative. What's the, what's the most off-the-wall thing anybody's asked you for so far? Hmm, that is a good question. Um, I haven't had anything too crazy unusual. I mean, I have I have done zebras. Um, I just recently did a jungle-themed party, um, did zebras, lions, monkeys for that. Um, I think what else crazy? I can't think of anything too animals crazy. Animals sound like they're a, a common animals, theme. Animals, yeah. Um, um, I've done airplanes. Uh, unicorns are so popular right now. Really? Little girls, unicorns oh, yeah. and rainbows. Have I should have lots of, of orders for unicorns, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you guys are close to the house of Hadley Kate. Do you do things with them or with other venues around town? Have you partnered with anybody else? Um, we don't have any official partnerships, but um, House of Hadley Kate does have some of their party goers they'll send them over and magnolia terrace too has has sent us quite a few referrals for for people having events at either of those spaces that wanted something sweet yeah okay i know people are probably already drooling just thinking about all of this <laughs> stuff what is the website they should go to if they want to get um it's sweets on a stick frisco.com okay and then you got a contact form on there yes there's a contact form okay so do all of your events take place on location at your kitchen or do you do any kind of on-location events as well? Um, we can do to-go parties, especially since we know we have the limited space with only 15 spots in the classroom. Um, if there's someone who needs a larger event, we can certainly accommodate. We just pack up all our stuff and go to whatever location they provide. Okay, very good. Um, anything else we should know? Are there other things that you make? We've talked about cake pops and cookies, but like, I'm a pie guy. Do you guys do pies? Or is that kind of outside the scope of the normal baking, um, commercial baking? We've done pie. Um, for the most part, it's cookies and then, um, like, chocolate-covered things. So chocolate-covered Oreos or chocolate-covered pretzels. Uh, those are really popular. We can wrap them in caramel and cover them in chocolate, and they're that decadent and delicious. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I always make sure to make at least one extra when I'm doing those so I can have one. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. So. Yes. And then um, other things would be um, like Rice Krispie treats are popular. And, mm. and one of the benefits of moving into the commercial kitchen is that under the cottage food law, you can't um, do any fresh fruit. 
And so now that we're in the commercial kitchen, we can do chocolate dip strawberries or caramel apples, things like that. Oh, very good. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. So let me, first of all, what is the cottage food law? But most of our listeners, myself included, do have no idea, no idea. what that is. Um, so the cottage food law is basically a law that governs um, what you can and cannot make out of your home kitchen to sell. Okay. So it's just basically a guideline and a list of things that are acceptable. So um, basically anything that has to be refrigerated is not allowed. Yeah. So if it's going to spoil, if it's going to go bad, right? probably going to avoid things like that. Right. Rice Krispie Treats probably have a good long shelf life if yes, they need to. Yes, exactly. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't last long with me, but <laughs> but I get that. So. Yes. Okay. So you moved into the commercial space. Now we've expanded. Is there anything that you don't do? Like, what should people not call you for? They should not call me for cakes. Okay. I don't do cakes. That's kind of a specialized thing all in and of itself. It is. You know, it's just, um, for some reason, the small scale things are what really call to me. And I've made cakes before, and I just don't get the enjoyment out of it. I I certainly can recommend someone to people, but I don't do them myself. That makes total sense. And uh, cakes can get fairly ornate (laughs) as well. And I think people have high expectations if it's a wedding cake or something like that. But on that front, if if somebody calls you up and they want to do something custom, do you walk them through the process or are there things that they can do to kind of be like just call you up and say, hey, I want a bunch of monkey cake pops? Or is there something if they've got something in mind that they can do to kind of prepare and say, here's really what I'm looking for and this is the occasion um, you know, there's there's certain people that they'll go on Pinterest or Google or somewhere and they'll find, you know, an image of this is exactly what I want. But I don't encourage people to do that because um, it's um, really it, this kind of confection is an, an art form. And so I try my best not to copy exactly what somebody else out there has done. I right. like I don't mind if someone wants to send me a couple pictures as an example, but um, really, uh, for the creative process, it's nice to just kind of come up with your own thing and put your own spin on, you know, a monkey cake pop or whatever it may be. And do you guys keep a gallery on your website or on Facebook of different things you've done to generate ideas? Um, all of our pictures are on either Facebook or we have an Instagram okay. that has a lot of our pictures on it. Yeah, I've, I've re- reshared a couple things from Instagram. It's just delicious looking what is the instagram url um it's sweets on a stick frisco everything is sweets on a Mm -hmm. stick frisco yes okay yes that's our facebook as well so let's talk about that if people want to get in touch with you we've talked about the website we've talked about instagram what is facebook is sweets on a stick frisco too yes okay facebook any place else they should be looking for you um those are our three main places um i think i've got a pinterest account but i there's tons of stuff on there but i don't pin to it very much anymore good to know and let's go back to the classes real quick. How much do the classes cost? Um, classes are $35 for a cookie class or $40 for a cake pop class. Per person? Per person, yes. Okay. And that includes all of our supplies? and Yes, that includes everything you need. You just have to bring yourself and maybe a bottle of wine if you want. Yeah, we would definitely do that. <laughs> and uh, probably does not include laundry because I'm going to leave there covered in flour. <laughs> we, and we, have, we have some aprons <laughs> to provide. Okay, I, I need to go buy a couple uh, more manly ones, though. Most of the ones we have are a little frilly. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if you get uh, taken to a cooking class or a baking class at Sweets on a Stick, you might want to bring your own apron. Otherwise, it's going to show up on on Facebook somewhere. Yes. That That sounds good. Okay, so people can find you online. Uh, Let's give them your phone number as well so that they can give you a call. 
Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> or do you not? You prefer not to do phone? Uh, I don't prefer phone only because I like to have everything in writing. And also during the day, I'm usually sticky. Oh, uh, that makes sense. And I don't answer the phone. I do have a phone number. I just, I, honestly, I don't have it well, memorized. Well, we'll just direct them to the website then and people can, <laughs> can track you down that way. Yes. So anything else you want to share with us? Anything else about Sweets on a Stick? Um, I don't think so. We, uh, I guess there's, um, we also do... Um, uh, like holiday sales, so um, for Easter, Valentine's Day, Christmas, uh, upcoming, we'll have Mother's Day and Teacher Appreciation Week, and that's a way for people to buy kind of a preset cookie or cake pop package where you don't have to buy a full dozen, but you can buy a couple cookies as usually as a gift. That's a, that brings up a good question. Is there typically a minimum order? Um, there is. We do have a minimum of a dozen okay. for each individual. With special suite. exceptions. And, yeah, this sounds like a, it's a great gift idea as well, especially for things like uh, teacher appreciation mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm glad you said that. Yes. So any holiday, any special event you have, if you want a custom yummy confection, and it's nice to know you guys can do stuff like caramel apples too. I love yes. those you know, in the <laughs> fall, but I never eat them because I'm not going to make them and I never buy them at the store. So Right, yes. It's a great yes. idea. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Before we let you go, give us one thing you love about Frisco. Um, My favorite thing about Frisco is how kid-friendly it is. Um, I'm a mother of a two- and a four-year-old, and so to be able to go to one of Frisco's many, many, many parks on any given day, especially like right now when the weather is so beautiful, um, or there's so many great places to go to, like um, the Coop or play street or we live right by jungle joe's and we end up there all the time i'll bet yeah and yes and the kids just love it i'll bet they do angela's awesome too yes it's a great place plus they've got wi-fi for you so if yeah it's great oh yeah i'll go sit there on my laptop and you know answer emails and the kids will run around and it's it's definitely my favorite spot (laughs) (laughs) well very good and with with kids that age how do you keep them how do you keep their fingers out of all the stuff you're working on? <laughs> well, luckily, now that I've moved into the commercial kitchen, that's not as much of an issue. Before that, yes, they I would have to move cookies up onto the counters, and they were, <laughs> you know, they knew yeah, they were going to be in big trouble if they, if they were sticking fingers anywhere. Nikki, keep up the good work. Keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully, your, your email is going to start blowing up now as we push this out and get it in front of people because there's so many good events, and you guys make so many fun and beautiful and tasty things that uh, please keep going and let us know if there's anything else we can do for you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very much. And for all of you out there listening, thank you very much for tuning into the Frisco podcast. We'll talk to you next time.